truth knows no time, it knows secrets. And in doing so, I shall endeavor to make some clarity with yesterday's message. So those of you who were here yesterday, you will be able to look at Mark 12:31, Proverbs 11:14, Hebrews 7:22. These are three areas that I will be tapping into to bring some clarity to yesterday and continue into today's message. After service, I had a little conversation with one of our people. And in the discussion, I realized that there may have been some conflicting concepts because the scripture that came to mind to this person and which was troubling them was the second commandment which Jesus talked about in Mark 12 31 it says and the second is like namely this thou shall love thy neighbor as thyself thou shall love thy neighbor as thyself And to love your neighbor as yourself with what I said about surety was a conflict for this individual. So I want to bring some clarity to you this morning. Proverbs 11:14 in the Amplified states it quite beautifully. It's not saying that we cannot be a surety for someone. That's not what it's saying. And we know that Jesus became a surety for us. Hebrews 7.22 tells us, By so much was Jesus made a surety of a better testament. The key here, we will see, in Proverbs 11:14 where no wise guidance is the people fail but in the multitude of counselors there is safety are you hearing me what the inference is here is that if you choose to be a surety then there must be wise counsel Jesus understood that the surety that he was going to have for us to give us a better life he understood that he would have to pay a very hefty price for that the price of crucifixion the price of rejection the price of great pain and suffering. So as an individual, if we look at the other scripture, he knew who he was. So when he loved his neighbor as himself, 
He knew that he was in that place of truth and he wanted his neighbors to be like him. So he was willing to sacrifice to give us that opportunity. The Bible does not say that anyone would love us as we love ourselves. It did not say that. And that is where the subtle difference comes in. That is where we misunderstand this love that Jesus is talking about, the love your neighbor as you would love yourself. You can do that. But you have no control over what your neighbor and how your neighbor will love you. Are you hearing me? That is the crux of the matter. It does not say that the the neighbor or your neighbor will love you or your children will love you or anybody will love you the way you love yourself. And we mix up the scripture and we feel because we love and we have that love. And it did not say that we should not do that. It said that is what we should do. And Jesus did it. Look at the ungratefulness in this world today. Look at what is going on in this world today. Do you think that that is the love that Jesus gave out? No. Neither is it the love that you give out. But the one thing is true. One thing is true. And the The Amplified Bible breaks it down beautifully. It shows us in Proverbs 11, 14. We get a glimpse of it. Where no wise guidance is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And then look at number 15. Verse 15 is the key here. He who becomes surety for an outsider shall pay the price for it. But he who hates surety is secure from its penalties. It did not say that you can't, but if you do, the law comes into effect. If the person follows through, because that is your nature to give, that is your nature. The person said something that really struck me and I needed to say this. When you post a surety for someone, you do not put aside the money or what it is, or you look and say, well, there's a possibility that this person will not fulfill the obligation. No, you never do that. Because if you did that, you would then be in the wise counsel and you will not post surety. If you have the funds available, then give it to the person and let the person then pay you back. And if they do not pay you back on time or as the case might be, guess what? It is not between you and anyone else. It is between you and them. You're not affected by any other situation. And I thought I brought the example with myself and my grandmother and what my grandmother did. The bank would be extracting theirs and they would put a note that I did not pay on time did I have that funds to give no so the law came into effect in this case I learned about the the penalty for this was that I didn't have the money to fulfill my personal obligations so I then personally affected my personal obligations it was me who could not pay the shorty was there 
the surety was fulfilled, but my grandmother said, don't worry about giving it back to him. He's rich. See, that was her whole concept and idea. That was the counsel that she gave to my aunt. However, it was never discussed with me. And that is where this scripture comes in. He who becomes surety for an outsider shall smart for it. You shall pay for it. You will be the one responsible for it. And then it goes on, those who do not want to do it, you'll find that it is all good. Because then you do not have that challenge. Bible Gateway, Proverbs 11, verse 15. When you look at it, it said, He who puts up surety and guarantees a debt for an outsider will surely suffer for his foolishness. But he who hates or declines being a guarantor is secure from its penalties. What, what this is saying is that there are principles and there are laws. If everything goes well, guess what? No problem. Give the example of the individual who decides to take his friend down to the bank. His friend says he's got some business in the bank and he's driving the car. And he has no intention or thought that his friend really plans to go into the bank and rob it. The friend goes into the bank, robs it, and in the process shoots someone. Comes out and he says, go, 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 quickly. They drive off. And only after they've driven off, he realizes that the friend robbed the bank and there's the situation someone was shot. He is now paying the price as the one who robbed the bank. And he had no intention of that. That's why we can say that truth knows no time, it just knows sequences. And when we look at John 3, 12, 13, it says, if I told you earthly things and ye believe not how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things and no man hath ascended up to heaven but he that came down from heaven even the son of man which is in heaven people of God there is no conflicting or conflicts in the Bible. It is the deep understanding of the Word of God that brings about the clarity. It is when we are on the surface that we may miss. Here we see from this scripture in John 3 12 and 13, no one has gone up to the presence of God except the one who came down from heaven. 
So in essence, all goodness comes from God and only goodness can return to God. Jesus said, no man can go to heaven unless he comes from heaven and that he can neither go to nor come from heaven unless he is already there. People of God, you have to understand that yesterday, today, and tomorrow is the same thing when you're dealing with heavenly things. This is why sometimes it is very conflicting in the comprehension and the understanding and that's why we have to delve deep. Jesus said, I did not come to abolish the law. No. The law maintains and is in existence. All he has done is come to show us a better way of living so that the law does not play a part in our existence. We can bypass the law. But that's a bad phrase to use. Bypass means that you have no regard for it. That the law does not come into play when you are in place. When you speak the truth, you, as Judge Judy says, when you speak the truth, you do not have to have a good memory. And I heard that in the police force one of the things that they said to us very early is when you stop a person and you ask the person for their driver's license or some and they can rattle off the numbers like that that's when you have to be concerned now since leaving the force I realized that that is an that is only partially true. I, because of that, I have chosen over the years not to learn to recall numbers like that, social insurance number. And if I change a telephone, somehow I just wipe that number out of my head. I, I don't recall the number that I had the first telephone number that I had and subsequent cell phone numbers. I don't. Even some of these numbers, if I'm not using them frequently, I don't recall them. Now that has become a disadvantage for me. In the profession, it was something that I used to determine whether or not I should go deeper into the checking of an individual who I stopped for an offense or an alleged offense or for whatever reason. But many of you memorize those numbers and you have them and I find it fascinating. You can ask Pastor Gloria certain things and she can give you the numbers. I can call Prophetess Betty and ask her certain things and Prophetess Betty can give me all these numbers and, and I'm fascinated by it. But you see, there were different reasons and depending on your reason, then you operate in a certain mode. Jesus, he knew his truth. And he understood that in order to love us as he loved himself would be a blessing for us. 
would be that thing that would give, give us an opportunity to be able to join him and the Father. And he chose to do that. But he also knew that it did not mean that we would have the same thought process. And look at him, he said, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He sweat blood. He says, take this cup from me. But if it is your will for me to drink from it, I will do so. Disturbed. And what I was trying to show yesterday is that because it says that if you put up surety or guarantee a debt for someone, you will suffer for the foolishness. Does not mean that you may not do it. But know that if you do it, there is a possibility. Yesterday, I, I brought you a different example. But I had a great example of a friend who a family member found themselves in a problem and the family member through us was blessed. But they did not learn the lesson. You see, sometimes Father God, well, he's there to give you avenues and when you choose you, you you go down a road and you're able to escape the law I'm, I'm using the word escape the, 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 the law coming down on you that is a time to have wisdom and learn from it this family member didn't learn from it and another issue came up the issue came up and we were approached to put up our home as surety and I said no I know that it has not gone down well I know that you see when you read it from the go to biblegateway.com and you go to Proverbs 11 verse 15 and you'll see the second part of it says but he who hates or declines being a guarantor is secure from its penalties secure from its penalties it may be that the person may have paid me back but there would be a lien on my home Every month, I will not be at peace because I will be wondering if it is being paid. Are you hearing me? And those of you who have filed guarantors for individuals, you know what I'm talking about. When that person does not pay over the years here, and I'm not talking about any recent situations. I've had individuals.
who have gone through situations like this and 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 the, and the thing about it it is not just being the guarantor sometimes these people have created elaborate schemes and systems where identity you could call it identity theft has taken place but the love that we have for the people we do nothing we pay the price we pay the penalty are these individuals happy no they're not happy when they want to go purchase something and they find that they cannot purchase it because of the stain that is there does it make them happy no but they have chosen to live under the law and under the law if they're not paying for it you have to pay the price and many have chosen for whatever reason to pay the price and that's what the scriptures say it didn't say that you cannot love the people as you love yourself you would want someone if you were in a situation to do the same thing for you yes that is all well and beautiful but the word of god did not say that they will do the same for you i'm saying you should not do it however the scriptures say if you want to do it do it however know that you will fall under the law and that says the wise counsel that you would need is not there says where no wise guidance is the people fall but when you have a multitude so if you have been have the counsel if you know all these things and you know that if this person does not fulfill the obligation you are going to be responsible for it and you have that counsel you understand and you proceed then great jesus proceeded and because he did we have life and we can have life and have it more abundantly we understand i i said we understand but we only understand the surface component we do not understand the depth of the pain and the hardship and all that he went through for us we get up and we pray in the morning and we say father god thank you and so on but unless you've been hurt by someone you will never even get close imagine your entire family turning on you imagine someone that you have shared your secrets with bring it out in the open imagine that because of the love and because you have been given and given to this family they have plotted to take everything from you imagine you were the one who was the breadwinner you're the one who had the business you're the one who fed the whole family anyone wanted anything they could come to you and imagine someone in that group to jealousy decide that they going to the IRS they hatch a scheme and they take everything from you and then on top of that you find yourself losing everything and going to prison and so that you will not speak so that 
you would not get out. They even encourage someone to shank you, to kill you while you're in prison and you lose your life. All because you wanted to love them as you would love yourself. You love them without wise counsel. Jesus understood it and he chose, he chose. We as man and woman, as humanity, we do not choose that level. When we do, we are doing with the expectation that these individuals will not be ingrates, will not be dishonest, will not be users, will not be takers. And when we do that, we will understand the idea that truth knows neither yesterday, today, nor tomorrow. It just knows sequence, but not time. Only that can return to heaven, which was born in heaven. And since heaven is not a place, but a state of consciousness, the return must be a recognition that heaven is already within. So the Son of God is already in heaven and knows it not. When you operate from your God's space, you are operating in that presence and you are looking at everything in that state of consciousness and whatever the repercussions may be, you have accepted the fact that you are prepared to love those people, to do for those people as you would like them to do for you, knowing that they may not. Amen and amen. Right, good morning, good morning to each and every one of you. Those of you who would like to make a comment at this time, the line is open. This morning's message was, was, was very poignant. And for me, the issue of the surety is one thing, but deeper for me is that you are saying to us is there are consequences when we come out of our God consciousness and we fall under the law. And be wary that if we stand surety, there is a probability or possibility that the person will not and then you as the individual will live the consequences which the law automatically unfolds to you because you are now exposed and you have to live the unhappiness, the uneasiness, the pain. So, so let me bring back the parallel. The surety is just a transactional issue that... Jesus spoke about in the word that you are speaking to us about. That's one thing. So, you're saying we, we could give a loan, no problem to give a loan, but understand there is a probability that a surety may not work for you. And when it happens, there are consequences. Pastor, I want to take it back a bit. And I want to... There is an understanding now where you all are leading us. When we remain in God consciousness... We are above. We are operating outside of the law. And I, when you were ministering, you know what came to me? 
the whole issue of Jesus walking on the water. Peter wanted to. He stepped out and he did it in his God consciousness. When he came out of it, the law of gravity had to work. There was no there was no way he can get outside of the law of gravity because he came out of the God consciousness, taking his eye off Jesus, which for us now is stepping out of our God consciousness. But the law will always be the law. It is consequential. So what you are saying to us, stay in your God consciousness. Do not be do not be allied to situations that will cause us to feel the pains of the law because the law will happen. It's the law. However, be aware that we stand in our God consciousness and there is where God almost puts this God to us as believers so we do not experience the brunt and the consequences of the unhappiness and the pain that comes when we have now put ourselves under the law. Thank you, Pastor. That was my deep understanding of it this morning. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your explanation. Thank you for your examples. And most of all, I thank you for using yourself to share with us. Thank you, Pastor. To God be the glory. To God we give the glory. And I'm going to take you a little bit deeper. Because the, the scripture of treating people as you would love them to treat you is very poignant here. Jesus knew that if he stood surety for us, we may not reciprocate. And he would now be under the law. He can't get away from it. He could not get away from it. He decided that he was going to stand surety for us when he said to his father, if this is your will for me, I will drink from it. He could have said, I am not drinking from it. But he decided that, yes, he was going to stand surety for us. And the moment that he decided, yes, he was going to drink from that, yes, he was going to stand surety from us, Guess what happened? He now fell under the law. The law. And here it is. What's happened? If we know that man did not receive him as he received the man. So the turn on him. So he had to pay the price. He had to fulfill the surety. And the only way he could fulfill the surety was with his life. Mm, hallelujah. Jesus. I thanked that individual yesterday because what it did, it had me go into a deeper research. To deeper understand the depth. Let's say that, you see, we believe, or, 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 or we, we believe, that we've had this misconception that when we're doing things, that that's it. The law doesn't apply. But no, the law is always there. And we have the choice. And this is a beautiful example of Jesus knowing the truth. Knowing.
knowing what the truth is. And he understood that the second commandment, the second commandment is to love thy neighbor as thyself. He said there there is none other commandments greater than these two. Love the Lord your God. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like nearly this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And he loved his neighbor as himself. But it didn't say anywhere in the scriptures that the neighbor must love you back the same way. Didn't say that. And because he loved and he maintained his divine ship. Listen to me. I'm going something here deep, 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 deep. Because you in that God consciousness and because you execute those God consciousnesses or sees whichever the, 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 the proper language is, does not mean that the other component, that the external components, the things in the third dimension does not play and come into play. Because if you are loving your neighbor as you love yourself and you're doing all the wonderful things for your neighbor and that neighbor is attacking you and cutting you down, guess what? They would go and bear false witness against you. And what does that mean? The law comes into play. It does not say that your truth is not truth. That's why it says truth knows no time. It just knows sequence. It does not mean that it's tr- today is true at 12 o'clock. It is not true. And at 3 o'clock is true. It is truth all the time. It's just going through a sequence. What the situation is happening. When they crucified Jesus, was he, was he lying? Did he lie? Did he fall away from the truth? No, he maintained his truth and the truth was there. But the revelation of the truth only came, see, another sequence after he was crucified and he died. And even up to today, there's still some who cannot believe that truth. Truth knows no time. It knows sequence. You see, when we make the decision that was a point in time and everything looked sequentially good at that point but then came another point in time when things changed the sequence is still there if you deviate from the truth then the law will come in that's the sequence so that maintains throughout the whole process it is just that things happen in time that changes but the sequence is still there the law is still there the law is is, is like like a volcano just simmering waiting for the right time to erupt you can't say that the volcano is not there because it hasn't erupted for 10 years or 1000 years or whatever the volcano is there doesn't change the fact that the volcano is there. Time. 
That's all they were doing. Going back to Mark 12. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And they were on to Mark 31. Mark 12, 31. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And that's what they were seeing. And that's the thing that was sitting. And, 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 and they, they couldn't get past. They couldn't get past. So Father God said, no. How many other people on the line don't get this this morning? You need to go and redress this. And that's what he said. See, it, 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 therefore you, you start to get the other scriptures, like Proverbs 11. Huh? And the Amplified Bible said it beautifully. Where there is, where no wise guidance is, the people fall. See, you have to, uh, he who becomes surety for an outsider shall smart for it, shall pay for it, shall pay, pay for it. And he who hates suretyship is secure from its penalties. It didn't say that you can't do it. And this is it. The law has come into play, Prophet Zioni. The law has come into play because these people decide that they ain't paid back. And you have to make sure that you paid. Brother Michael said this morning, the person didn't pay back. And now this other person has to take on that extra responsibility. And if the person had even said to that person, you know what, I can't handle it. Then this person who had signed the surety for this man's wife and him, and the only reason they got the vehicle that they want is because he, the man, wanted that type of vehicle. And the surety was done for that. So what happened? All of this, if he had said to the person, look, I can't handle this more. They would have knowing the situation and knowing that if they did not pay the note, that their credit and everything would be messed up, they would have gone ahead and done the do whatever has to be done to make sure that they're credit. But the see the thing about it, the person didn't even say anything to them. Just like you, Prophet Sayon. So, you, you, the, the, so the law comes into play. And I love whoever it was that talked about, um, I think it was Sister Natalie, that talked about um, Peter walking on the water. See, when you're in that consciousness, you, 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 you're in that love boat. Jesus was in his love boat. He's walking on the water. You, you want to join me? Come. But then the person, Peter, just switch off. And what happened? He started to sing. The person switched off. And Jesus had to put out his hand and hold Peter. There's a consequence. The law comes into a play. Thank you all so much. I think this is so beautiful this morning. 